0: up everybody thank you for once again joining wonder wonder repeat we are back here after our month of being away and i have a special guest who was supposed to join us last time but she gave herself a concussion working on (laughs) rig. so let's learn more about that this is tara the roman reverie You
1: better <laughs> we're really we're gonna throw the concussion in there to start with awesome um, yes, actually thankfully it was not as bad as the first one but I think I had a good like three weeks of yeah that was fun um, I'm not allowed to use torque wrenches without a helmet anymore and actually no. everything I did on the Jeep yesterday everybody else used the torque wrenches I didn't touch them. but did you put any tool in your mouth no because I again <laughs> I literally I safely went to a shop of a friend who's also on the Yukon team with me and decided it was just best to let them knock out the things I was going to injure myself doing. So <laughs> yeah, we just accomplished it that way. I was like, I thought about it yesterday too. I'm like, if I do this, right. Cause it was all the control arms we were working on too. Yeah. It's like, if I do this and knock myself out again, I'm never going to live it down.
0: No, because in the third time it would be like, you'd probably really hurt yourself.
1: <laughs> oh, I have a full dent in my head. Like I have a good scar going on. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, girl,
1: you've got to stop it. No so, helmet. I just wear a helmet now. That's yeah, you're just
0: gonna need a helmet and a full bubble, like a bubble
1: suit. Just, just just the head you know. injuries. Yeah, <laughs> I give up.
0: Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself and who, who I'm speaking with. This is Tara McGovern. So tell
1: me who Tara um, is. Um, who am I? Gosh, that's a fun <laughs> question. Uh, today I am crazy mom running around, so I um generally what I do if people ask how and why I do this oh I'm a photographer of 17 years that was my career path and so as far as the overlanding part of it getting mixed into there for all of those years I've always done travel um, photography wedding photography but all of it involves travel so Mm -hmm. the whole traveling everywhere was kind of already in the mix and then uh, when COVID hit two years ago more than two years ago now um, because most of my work was international travel work everything got cancelled so I didn't really know what to do with myself as far as being able to give my kids a summer or actually fill my time with something useful. So I threw them in the Jeep and just headed across the country and we did whatever happened for three months. We just kind of, you know, went back and forth across the country and did whatever they felt like doing because I didn't want them to be locked inside for months of summer. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people had that idea as well because oh, like, yeah. like, what do you do? Like,
0: you go there's a major surge of people going outside in twenty twenty, and, I and think that was.
1: Real. I say that wasn't long after I got the Jeep, and of course I was. That I'm just going to keep it the way it is. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen thousand dollars later, her, her
0: concussions, and
1: say <laughs> <laughs> so it is now. I, I don't know if there's anything original left on it now, but that's okay. Awesome. Um, so tell us a little and, bit about your Jeep. I have pictures and your setup here. My Jeep is a 2017 JKU, and I get asked all the time why I chose a JK instead of a JL, and there are many, many reasons for that as far as its use and why I use it overlanding-wise and the purpose of that, Um, but I can touch on that more if people want to know more on why I made that choice later as far as mechanically and frame and all of that, but there are reasons. Um, I want to know. Okay. Because I have a Um, JL,
0: and we've had JKs in the past, and there are quirks with the JL that annoy
1: the crap out of us. Which ones, the electrical ones or the frame ones? Or the, the electrical, electrical ones. <laughs> All of the electrical so, ones. Um, so in general, there's a lot of things on the JK that are steel and stronger and heavier. Obviously, people want lighter, but the reality is there's certain things that you really kind of want to be heavy and steel. Um, yeah. And so, like, the frame. Um, so the frame. I trusted the frame on the JK a lot more than I trust a frame on a JL, um, especially the first few years of them. Yeah, And when I got it, they were at that point that they only had two years of them out yet. And there was, you know, worries of, yeah, people, yeah, there was worries of strength because of the way they made the frames totally different. Um, And bending, I was getting, a lot of people were bending frames and things like that on that. Um, I even love that my doors, as much as people complain about how heavy they are, my doors are heavy steel and yeah, can take a hit and have. Um, So... There, there were strength factors to that. And as far as I wanted a vehicle that wasn't entirely known, there right. are e- parts are easy to come by. Um, as far as any of the Jeeps right now, I think JK really is the easiest one to come by parts for. for sure. And that's been consistent, um, easy to find used parts for. And there was no unknowns with them as far as electrical gremlins and all of the fun codes. Mm-hmm. And I also don't like vehicles that are all electrical on everything. Even this one drives me crazy, even with the PCM, but I have wiped its brain multiple times. Um, and kind of redone all that as well, but the JLS are really, yeah, everything's just even more electrical controlled. So when that goes wrong, everything goes wrong. And I didn't want to deal with all of that. So obviously over the years, since then the past three years, they've gone There's been several times where
0: I think I, it has a secondary battery on it. And mm-hmm. so that secondary battery is crap. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. wanting to replace it and get some red arc stuff going in. And, yep, but it's crazy whenever my, one night I'll go and drive it just fine. The next morning I'll go in it's and it won't dead. start and mm-hmm. it's dead. And like the windshield <laughs> is like are most going, common the flashing ever. lights. And <laughs> it's like a strobe party going on in my Jeep, except for it's not starting over. It's And it's always when you have to be but, somewhere.
1: Oh, oh yeah. And so the, those inconsistencies and the diesels have even other little glitches with them that do mm-hmm. the same things, um, which are even worse, right under their fuses. Like – They never get it right the first time round, and I was not ready to commit to a Jeep that was still within its first two years of production. Obviously, they've come a long way in the last three years with even fixing all of that stuff, but either way, I can go, even if I have to go pick up something, like my Jeep has been hit and been an accident, I was able to pull parts off of other vehicles and replace it because even, like, there is no getting new parts for mine, but I can find used ones very easily or things are known they've had that model out so long as far as the things have been fabricated or the options for that. I just wanted something to me that was a little more reliable and I oh, was I totally happy with it. That.
0: This is my husband with um, our channel, Ozark Overland Adventures. Matt says, I hate the electronic crap in our JT and JL. So true. yep That's one of the yeah. reasons he didn't want to switch for the longest time too. He has the JT obviously, and
1: yeah. he had the
0: JKU, but it was starting to, it had, he'd been driven you know, I was gonna say it's yeah.
1: It's also about like you reach a point where you have driven the crap out of it and it is yeah. done with you. And for for mine, where it's at right now, it is hitting hundred thousand miles. But so many wow. things like its transmission is only a year old. So like yeah. certain things are new. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it'll go for a while. But
0: you work um, on pretty much
1: all of it. I do. I mean, there are things that, of course, like I refer to the experts and I am really, really lucky and super not lucky, blessed to be a part of teams like the UConn team and all of that, where I have these amazing, talented men that are always happy to help and teach me that have 20, 30 years of experience of if I walk into a shop and ask or say, this is what I think is going on. And they can help me through that because every time I think I know it, there's like a whole nother rabbit hole of things to learn. Right. Um, So, but I do try to make myself do everything on it, A, because it's cheaper that way, and B, because I do not think anybody should be extremely far off road with their rig and their children if they can't fix something that goes wrong. I feel like that would just make me an irresponsible parent so and not only that
0: like sometimes as a woman mechanics if you're just driving into someplace and they don't know you they will rape <laughs> you over the coals you know just
1: but see i i tell see i like that though because i can learn very quickly if i don't tell them i know anything they're talking about <laughs> <I'm familiar> with. <laughs> like you can just use love really quick whether they're lying to you or not so that's very very um, true but thankfully i have you know jeep world has a whole network there's always somebody that is around or somewhere where you're at to help Thanks to, you know, Instagram and Facebook deep world. It's a great community for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So there's, there's a a bent to that. Yeah. So I am part of the Yukon performance ambassador team for Yukon, Gear and Axel. Um, So like we've got race team guys in there. We've got, I think I'm the only overland person right now. I think we need to get some more in there. Um, But yeah, it's uh, affiliated with Yukon, Gear and Axel.
0: That's awesome. And you do a lot with Quadratech
1: too, right? Yes. So I've been with Quadratech for, since Quadratech was kind of the only reason I ever had social media for this because uh, they reached out to me when I first started doing things. And I, before that, I had pretty much deleted all of my social media for a very long time. Yeah. I was
0: off of it for actually 2020 when COVID hit. I had no idea what was going on with the world because I wasn't in social media and I was okay with that.
1: Yeah, and then I hit that point where for all of the work stuff I was doing with it, social media was required, and then it just kind of snowballed from there on some things and kept going. So it's yeah. been fun, but yeah, that's that was kind of started all that.
0: I nearly I saw your light bar on on your on your Jeep because I had never seen a light bar like that. I'm a Casey Highlights girl. I know you were at the Casey booth, um, yeah. but that hidden light bar was just way
1: cool. Yeah, so that one's the Quadratech one. Obviously, I love the KC light bar too. Uh, yeah. But for me, because I am in the South half the year and even in Washington, like I basically live two places that I'm dealing with a lot of rust issues on things. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that I could keep as light as possible or internal, then yeah. I keep it in there because I don't have to deal with any of the rust issues or either Florida Jeeps at the light bar, things rust in two months. Like yeah. that's all you get. So I just try to keep it all internal as much as possible.
0: Yeah, I love the way it looks. It's just, it's unique. Everybody has the Gravity Pro 6 now, the Light bar. My husband has it. He got it off my old Jeep and he wouldn't give it back. <laughs> so
1: I'm mean, here. It's one way to get your parts. <laughs> it is. It is.
0: So you're in obviously not a house right now. I mean. Uh, no, kinda.
1: I am hiding in my tent because I haven't seen my kids for like five weeks. Uh, because I was on the road and I picked them up this morning and uh so we got camp set up and then I sent them off down the road. Well, actually Riley has a friend with him too. We, okay. we acquired that quickly, of course, <laughs> um, that I sent them off for ice cream. I sent them with cash to get ice cream. And I think there was an arcade game involved that they oh, were yeah, looking for up at the store. <laughs> oh no, they'll be back in 20 minutes asking for more money, but I figured it would give me like a little bit of a break. That was the, that was the goal. So That's I'm waiting.
0: Totally so you're in Washington right now.
1: Yes. Home base is
0: Florida. And you travel to Washington just to see family? Are you there?
1: Work is usually so I keep okay. I work both places, but my business was started out here, so I've always kept my clients out here and season for that kind of stuff out here just because weather controls it is usually summer. So usually I'm here most of the summer.
0: So what what is your business that you do for I'm a
1: photographer.
0: Okay, so yeah, just just like, do you still do the weddings, or do you do individuals,
1: or I do some. Most of what I'm doing right now is off road industry, media, marketing kind of work, um, as well. Okay. And then I'm still doing the weddings here and there for people that I really love. Um, gotcha. But yeah, those I are much, those are a pain. <laughs> <laughs> I say I've done 17 years of them, so I'm hitting that point where I really have to like. It's got to be a really good client, and I try to limit them so it's not you know killing me completely or burning me out to do it.
0: Photographer too, and he. He's done weddings and he does not like doing weddings. He has it's not, I mean,
1: and I love my clients to death, but it's one of those yeah. where if you aren't really well matched up with your client, it's a 12 hour day of insanity. And if you don't get along or don't, yeah, it's not, and there's a always day. the shots
0: that you can't go back and get,
1: yes, you get one chance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a struggle so tell me some of the pictures that you've taken off-road i know you've sent me some gorgeous pictures where is yeah. this
1: located at oh don't ask me locations that'll get in <laughs> trouble um you, well, you don't have it? to say you can just say so states. that one is somewhere within the vicinity within a 100 mile radius of lake powell i'll give you okay. that lake powell you yeah. don't even know
0: where lake powell is i'll
1: have to figure that out and then there's the kiddos that's you uh, that is utah so are, how old are the kiddos that was last year so right now they are 11 and 16 okay Did they love camping uh depends on where we're at does it yeah you, Last i got a full mutiny last year when things got a little too hot so yeah they depends on the scenario but yes most of the time they're good with it right as long as wyatt can find a quiet spot for himself he's good with it and yeah. Riley prefers large campgrounds with people, which is not my thing. But I give it to him like once a week, just to like appease his extrovertness that needs yeah. like to be around people.
0: It's all about balance. You have to be able to share, you know, with everybody, and it's it's got to be. To me, I can't imagine being on the road full time. And I know you do go home, you know, back to Florida, yeah. but being
1: we just do about three full-time. months with kids. It's just that's a whole different ball game. But they've never known any different though. Like, is even before I had the jeep it was travel like all the time so they're pretty flexible and they like it too i think they know like especially with wyatt because he starts college in august um i think he knows this is kind of like his last hurrah because after that we're in a totally different kind of school schedule and world so does he know where he's gonna go and all that yeah he's i mean he's 16 but he's already finished pretty much all of his high school stuff so he's going right into the college program to get that knocked out before yeah
0: that's, that's amazing that they do that now, for sure. Um, Troy wants to know, do you have an air conditioner to keep cool on hot nights?
1: Okay, so I will absolutely say the funniest thing I heard, and I got in trouble for laughing out loud when I heard a dude at Expo this year asking somebody if they could put an air conditioner in to pump it up into the rooftop tent. And I, at that point, buy an RV. <laughs> we have an air conditioner. We have the Zero Breeze. We love it but are you okay also I don't know I'm I am a minimalist to my core so like yeah. if it is not a necessity it is not in here each one of us gets one small duffel bag if your clothes don't fit in it they don't come like Wyatt has favorite boots they don't come because they take up half his bag so like yeah we it's just well, like in Arkansas uh, for us to be able to even camp in the summer okay well that yeah that is fair <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I'm just like I was just dying. But when I'm seeing people looking at like a fifty, sixty thousand dollar trailer and asking me if they can pump the air conditioning yeah. up into the rooftop tent, I'm kind of like, Okay, there there's there's some enclosed ones over there that
0: yeah. may work better. <laughs> Missy with Lady of
1: Berlina Radio, she's team no AC and no heater. I We I don't have, have a heater either. We have uh, both. I don't have a heater, but I keep a heated blanket that I lay underneath the sleeping bags if things need to be warmed up. Yeah. Yes, That's, yeah. I don't know. You can't, like my husband said, you can't I also do not have hot water. My children don't get hot showers. They get to go jump in a lake. Oh, I can do your lifestyle, girl. <laughs> I love it. Once you're in it for long enough, like I don't like going back to, I mean, it do, it do good for the
0: hair because you're supposed to take like really cold water.
1: It is amazing for your hair and your skin. I tell people at the start of summer, I'm looking rough by the end of summer every year. And I get this comment every year. I look 10 years younger. From the lack of stress, it's mostly from the lack of stress. But yeah. lack of stress, like, nothing touches my skin, my hair. Like, it's, yeah, it's totally different.
0: That's awesome. Joe and Connie Wampo are near Lake Pal right now. I'm going to have to Google where Lake Pal's out. Um, and then Arla Crest, she's another half to the Lady Overlander Radio, so I'm going to do this. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, will you be at Overland Expo Pacific Northwest? I know we... We didn't get to see
1: each other at West. I know. Um, It was insane. I'm trying to decide on that at the moment. Uh, Remind me what dates that one is. I know there's two. It's in July. I think it's like
0: the second weekend in July.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would need a really good reason because it's kind of like a duplicate of everything I've already done for everybody. So unless somebody really needs me there for something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, I'm like, it's got to be a necessity kind of thing. Like, I'm happy to go if somebody needs me for something or I'm of some use to somebody. Uh, but I feel like I'm of more used to people doing this.
0: Yeah, doing your, doing your full-time lifestyle. Um, yeah. Did you see anything at Expo West that, I know you're a minimalist, and I know that there was a lot of things there that weren't needed. Um, we kind of <laughs> talked about it before the show started. Um, it was overwhelming for us because we had never been to an Overland Expo. We've always done like the local yeah. ones around here. More Expo, Rendezvous, in the Ozarks, that kind of thing. Much but, smaller scale, um, like doesn't compete, but it's still the More Expo is pretty big. But
1: yeah, More is pretty big,
0: extravagant stuff that was there.
1: The it's the scale of it, yes, and the scale of the builds are yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, they were nice. If someone was to give me something like that, I would take it if I could drive it where I would want to go,
1: but that's, that's my point. You start to lose drivability and I'm like, okay, it's, it still can't go where my Jeep can go. So I guess I'm sticking with this one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So did you see anything there
1: that you were like, that's pretty cool. I want that. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there was a scout build in the KC booth. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about what I actually wanted to leave with. That was that. Yeah. Did you leave um, with anything? Uh, Well, I did because my fridge broke, so I left with a new Dometic, uh, of course. Um, And what else? Um, The things that caught my eye were, again, the minimalist things, but of course, by the last day I was there, they had actually all sold out. Uh, So there was, I'm trying to remember company names, and if I can't, I will send the link after here. But there is a tent company that came out with a tent that can either go on the ground or rooftop. It is 25 pounds. It's amazing. I I didn't even see that. Los Angeles, and I cannot remember the name. So the people who designed it, they originally were Frontrunner. They were the, uh, they are the force behind Frontrunner before they sold Frontrunner. So the oh. same design team. Yeah. Um, so that was probably the most impressive product that I think will be going on the next. Whatever. The next trailer. The next trailer. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, just deciding space where we're putting things for that one. Um, but that is, like 25 pounds I can lift anywhere on my vehicle and it works with a bunch of different racks or just without a rack on the ground. You can just put it anywhere. Um, so that how many people did it hold two. Okay. I mean, if you really need to squeeze three, you can squeeze three, but, yeah. uh, cause we've done it. It's about the same size. as my front runner one.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Um, not two. Yeah. But, but it's just so for me, if it's lightweight like that, like as soon as you can shave pounds off something like you have my attention. Um, and then yeah. there was a new shower company that was, it was the portable shower. What are they call the it? geyser. Yes, the geyser. We the geyser got one. showers. Okay, the geyser oh, yeah. showers. And see, they sold out. Um, by the time oh, I man. got back, I went to go back and see. So was like, no, they just sold out like two hours ago. But I, you know, you can order them online. Yeah, the geysers so, are really cool. It looks because they save so much water. Yes. So again, we're like the it's the minimalist things that get me. Um, yeah. That yeah, that you can just. Yeah, if you can shrink it down, make it lighter and make and just not be carrying again, like if you don't need 20 gallons of water for that. And oh, yes, yeah. yeah. so the geyser showers really impressed me. That one, again, you're gonna go for all the things that like allow you to shrink things down. And um, I definitely,
0: I saw, did you see the kitchen multi tool? We got one of those too. It was like, it was like all of the, it was a spatula that turned into tongs that turned into, and it was all didn't, but I have my thing. front
1: runner set that I have I like do everything. Too. So yeah. But it's nice to be able just to
0: have one thing.
1: I don't think I saw that. I feel like I walked through there every day for three days in a row. And every day I saw something new. I know. Um, and Day then, three we stopped, but we were like, no, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I Irish goodbye did on Saturday night. And first of all, I learned that a lot of people did not know what the term Irish goodbye meant. and Now they do. I did not. Um, were you just up and quietly like disappear without saying anything to anybody? That's what an Irish goodbye is.
0: Yeah, That's my style. That's that's I can get down with
1: that, yeah. Um, uh, which my friends expect of me at this point, like, okay, <laughs> she did it again. Um, she's gone, she's in another state. Um, yeah, we're going looking for bears in July, yes, we are. <laughs> um, we, won't ha- we will not have to look hard. Um, but what else? Oh, uh, as far as trailer, gosh, so many trailers and so many toppers and so many, yeah, yeah, things. So, trailer wise absolute most impressed by so Treeline Outdoors was there and they have tents but there was a company uh, Beaver Built Trailers they're out of Canada Okay, were like everything I could absolutely ask for when I go through all of these trailer builds and it's been my frustration this year of there's just so many but if you really look at it and not to insult or criticize anybody but I don't feel like the people designing them all the time are the ones using them because if they were they would know they, some of it wouldn't work. Right. And so for me, it's a suspension thing. Finding suspension that actually Absolutely. can keep up with the Jeep. Because at this point, I'm just dragging it. Like, I right. would love suspension that works with my Jeep or that, you know, can. So rock crawling, which I get 90% of people don't do. But for those that do, having a really good suspension. So Cruise Master, yeah. um, obviously, coming out with really awesome suspension the last couple of years. Um, and then for trailers that, and that was why the ones with uh, by Beaver Belt caught my attention was the weight of them is so much less than it's just really oh, i'm a minimalist again um i want to say the bigger one i don't want to quote this wrong it was barely more than mine currently but it was bigger um just everything about it was done right i want to say that it was 900 empty but i'm pretty sure it was oh, wow. actually less um yeah super so, light. and then i or depending on, it really depends on what you put in it. And I don't want to quote that number. Like it was in my head of where i had gotten it down to would be around 900. Yeah. So taking some things out because they have so many options of what you could put in there. Wayne um, um, says you don't want a
0: $2 million earth member with matching China.
1: Yes. I want that too, but to play with, but I want to give it back. (laughs) I I don't want the matching China, but I'll take the earth. (laughs) I was like, I'll go play with it for a month. I don't know that I want to be responsible for the upkeep. But I will yeah. definitely like, I'll go play with I'll, it I can put some Dixie
0: cups in it and be, we'll be fine.
1: <laughs> I am a minimalist to my course. And every time I get contacted by company, I'd be like, you want this? I'm like, can I give it back? Like, can I take it and play with it and then give it back after I'm done with it? Because I'm to be responsible for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. So you, so what kind of trailer do you have now?
1: I currently have a uh, by Symmetry. Yeah. By Symmetry, by Symmetry Overland. Okay. And they're out of Wyoming. Yeah. That's cool. So does
0: is it just storage on the inside there? Does it have like a sink, kitchen area?
1: Storage. I've got I mean, you can again customizable completely and you can really put whatever you want in it. And mine was really specifically made for Jeep and my Jeep as far as even the wheels in the back track, exactly where my rear tires mm-hmm. track. Um so it's got this one's a symmetry, it's got the timber and suspension on it, and then Right now it's got 35s on it my jeep has 37s the trailer has 35s uh, i've got a full fridge back there table it's got the battery in there all the lights power you know all of that kind of stuff's in there That's awesome. the basics that you would need i mean it could have like a, i could throw a hot water heater and all that in there if i wanted to there's room for all of that for anybody that wants it um but again, it was just one of those things I just couldn't justify putting in there because I didn't need it enough. Well, it's so.
0: Space it takes up space and it's heavier, so. If
1: I really need hot water, you can boil it. But summer travel—I mean, if it was—if I did more winter or snow travel, it would probably be in there. But I just don't need it.
0: Yeah, I see some hammocks set out there. Do y'all sleep in hammocks? Do the boys sleep in um, hammocks, or do they so prefer to?
1: It depends on where we're at. Bear country there uh, so we have obviously the back of the jeep still turns into a queen-size bed or full queen like you know we okay. can lay it all flat so they've got that option Wyatt has the front runner flip pop tent that generally if we get somewhere and we're not like heavy into bear country he waits to see where riley and i set up the trailer and then he takes the mm-hmm. tent and he leaves <laughs> uh, so Look at that. he goes at least like you know 50 feet away yeah um and then so we've also got so we have the tent annex that goes under the front runner rooftop tent as well which is a whole nother room so hey. everybody has their bedrooms yeah you kind of got that's how
0: we live too <laughs> yeah that's definitely what we like to do um chris davis says no ac in arkansas in summer oh heck no
1: <laughs> i was raised in florida you can't like you can't like I, like i'm conditioned like it's fine just go find some water to jump in <laughs> we're all bougie up here in arkansas apparently <laughs>
0: you come up a couple states we have to have air
1: conditioner <laughs> i was raised in florida i think that conditions you to any level well, so florida i i'm used to like hurricanes and no power for weeks so like it will like yeah. you just have to adjust and i make my chill. yeah it's so you terrible. said the whole back seat this you said
0: this and I was like, okay, she really is minimalist. If you can still lay down your back seat. Oh yeah. If you, you must not have anything in the back because we have a lot of stuff in the back. Do you know? So
1: I keep everything out of the Jeep because I actually really do still love to actually wheel and not be limited in that. Mm-hmm. And also for me, more weight in the Jeep is detrimental to it. It's also a safety factor. There's so many reasons to not add the weight to your Jeep. That's what mm-hmm. the trailer's for. Um, so no, I keep everything, everything that I have system wise that works in the trailer, size wise with all the front runner boxes and the wolf packs and all of that they fit into the jeep exactly the same way that they fit into the trailer and okay. then they can go back and forth and same thing with the roof rack everything attaches same way like every, the whole system works together but i keep it all out of the jeep so that as soon as we get somewhere we drop the trailer and we leave and i don't have to worry about anything right. being in there sort of like the kids will put their backpacks in there and stuff like so that so do you keep but- the
0: top um, do you keep things on the top whenever you're wheeling? because that's like the occasionally
1: um, so yeah that one i use gun cases for those but those are on the trailer now um gotcha. and then so i have the front runner bag that stays up there my typhoon bag it's a waterproof bag that they make that you could actually put the wolf packs and Cup packs into if you need to oh. huh. um, so this. i keep that up there if i need to throw something in it but otherwise nope i try to i mean i try to just keep all the weight and i have the pro eagle jack that i keep on the trailer 90% of the time, but if I'm going somewhere and I know I'm going to be on a trail that I would be kind of shit out of luck if I didn't have it, it goes right yeah. back onto the rack in the back of the Jeep. Gotcha.
0: So do you prefer rock crawling or do you prefer overlanding? Like what, what is your definition of overlanding
1: for sure? All of it. Yeah. Because it's about destination. I mean, if I have to rock crawl to get somewhere really good, then I'm going to, but yeah. I tend to drive really way too fast. Um, I am not <laughs> a song crawler. <laughs> so, so I was in the shop yesterday, I'm like, I wonder how that got bent. And somebody texted me that he was like, maybe going too fast. Like, no. <laughs> You're <No> driving. <laughs> that wasn't it. It's not possible. I think, I think it was hammers. Um, so speed is always preferred, but I'm not the person that goes and does a trail for the sake of saying I did a trail or like to crawl up a rock. Um, I will crawl the rock if it gets me to somewhere cool. Yeah,
0: I love that. So what are some of the favorite places that you've been to?
1: Yeah. I, have to, I can't, can't tell places. Um, well, it's my big thing this year. States. Um, well, obviously Moab this year was really, really fun even with the weather. And for that, I actually ended up doing like Johnson Valley yucca area for a little longer than I okay. intended this year, just because it's so like, I'm usually out there for hammers and it was so quiet and yeah. there was so people. And that was when the eclipse was. So for me, cause I do a lot of astrophotography, I kind Beautiful. of follow where that is and where I can see things and where I'm actually going to get, some good shots so that kind of controls a little bit of my schedule I was gonna say I think Um, you gave me some of these
0: beautiful shots it's just Utah of
1: course um and then I hit St. George area I kind of just bounced around for a bit where was the other ones I got some favorite shots this year over by Vegas which surprised me fancy trails (laughs) over by Vegas
0: yeah um yeah yeah, there's some at Vegas and I'm like there's things to wheel out in Vegas I would never have thought that
1: yeah, it's just hot. It was already getting hot. So it was one of those like a yeah, little, little bit too hot. So we ended up cutting that a little bit short. Um, and all the stuff I'm excited for is still upcoming. Obviously, Washington has all of my favorite like go to yeah. spots. But yeah, we're going to still do Montana and uh, Colorado Montana. and all that still. Colorado yeah, that Colorado's is our location. favorite.
0: We've been saying this since probably last year. We want to go places where there's not names of things you know because everybody's been and done all the trails in colorado and in utah and you see that everywhere we want to be able to pull up Gaia and just be like let's see where this goes
1: well then montana and wyoming are it but just be prepared (laughs) be prepared (laughs) there's there's gonna be no help Well, that's good. We, we yeah, we're okay actually, with that. Like, you'll you'll really, yeah. But that's yeah, those are the places where we definitely need more time. Northern northern Wyoming, all that zone and Montana for sure. Have you ever been anywhere out east? Hmm? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, were, it's just not my, west. I just kinda like I once I like I just aim for at least the Colorado border or further west and then I'm okay. <laughs> otherwise <laughs> otherwise my brain's like, yeah, no. And no. that's partially because I think I grew up going to all of the East Coast places so like the novelty maybe isn't there but i also prefer the mountains and weather over here so
0: yeah i i definitely prefer the mountains especially whenever we're coming through like um new mexico and you can kind of see you know whenever we get through red river and you can start seeing the mountains forming like off in the distance it's just like
1: it's calling me (laughs) usually even like what we drive they know that that first drive out is we're gonna leave florida we usually do not stop until we hit colorado yeah. And it's like just a straight there, and then we'll slow it down. And then, same thing coming back once we leave Colorado, it's like there's no reason for us to stop, just keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Someone, Chris Davis, wants to know: Astrophotography, you say, are you on AstroBin? I don't even know what that is. Mm-mm. Have you heard of I not? don't
1: either. No, okay. but I'm also kind of antisocial and don't voluntarily <laughs> join any
0: media. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're the one that I was like, I don't have
0: social media, so I really wouldn't know what that is.
1: Um, no. You said that
0: you have possibly another trailer coming, maybe? Not talking about it, but maybe. Okay, so <laughs> what are you going to do with the old trailer? Are you selling it?
1: All unknowns. <laughs>
0: I must say, you can't pull two trailers behind the Jeep.
1: I mean, you technically can. You it could. just won't make it very far.
0: <laughs> maybe if you like, trailer it.
1: <laughs> get another Jeep now. That's the yeah. last thing I need.
0: Uh, Lee wants to know, when you finally replace the Jeep somewhere down the road, would you buy another one or go with another platform?
1: I mean, ultimately, if I could choose a vehicle that would be the next build, it would be a Scout. That is still the dream, but I do not have $200,000. So, um, I get asked this a lot, and the reality is I have yet to find another vehicle that can really do what my Jeep does. I have thought about a Gladiator, bobbing a Gladiator, Mm -hmm. so that it, you know, can shorten it. it. And as far as towing goes... Yeah, yeah. But um, all of those things and a diesel, I would really love a diesel factor in there for the towing. Um, but yeah, I think she's. This one stays for a while. Also, like the prices on things are absolutely ridiculous right now. So in nice. the future, I have no idea what it will be. Like I always would love to say like I have a plan, but I don't because somebody will come out with something. But I just have always. not yet found another one that can do what she does as far as the amount of wheeling and what I put it through Uh and the breakdown to the articulation. But like, once you get it dialed in, like there's not many limits to it.
0: No. And then especially you've developed this kind of bond with it because you've worked on it and you've driven it. it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Does she have a name? No, is like her sometimes it's referee, but like, no, no, sometimes I'll yell at her. Um, People ask me that all the time. I'm not one of those, like, I didn't name her. Like, it's just occasionally like, yeah, yeah. it just wasn't really a thing for me. And figured she'd name herself at some point and No, yeah. didn't really. Like, I, I don't think she wants to be boxed into anything. So it's fine.
0: Yeah, well, you want to know what's your favorite state to explore?
1: Montana currently Montana? is the one I want more time in. I really want yeah. more time there.
0: I I, I want to go just because Yellowstone, and <laughs> that's where a lot of that stuff is at. So, yeah, it's just gorgeous. Um, then, Troy, want to know have you ever been to Maris Adventure Park
1: in Texas? No, uh, I've been yeah, invited a couple times, but it's one of those where I just tend to fly through Texas as fast as possible. So, I haven't stopped there yet. We might on the way home. It was, yeah. we considered it because we have some friends um, in Dallas that I think we're going to stop and see. So, we may hit that on the way back home
0: I've heard it's very beautiful we actually were invited by the owners there as well and we're trying to figure out dates and everything but
1: yeah it was one of those where it's like I'm gonna land there in July and it's so hot like some of those places we just the months that we end up being available for it end up being just really hot and the kids kind of mutiny on it. yeah Texas
0: and yeah that's definitely where you need an air conditioner Joseph said Colorado native here. Y'all are welcome many times.
1: Colorado. We'll probably do a couple weeks in Colorado this year, too. That's the goal. Montana and Colorado were the primary goals this year once we head out of here. When are you planning to go to Colorado? I do not know my dates yet. I'm waiting on clients to give me a couple dates for things, but I, it'll be sometime between that July 4th and end of July window. It'll be mid-July somewhere. We're going the end of July, beginning of August. We're going to do yeah. Holy Cross because um, we've mm-hmm. never made it up to there. Um, yeah that's
0: the one trail that we have not done, you know, in Colorado. And then we're going to just kind of zigzag through. 2023 is going to be Utah, but we usually alternate between Colorado and Utah just because there's just so much to see.
1: Yeah. I got a good couple of weeks in Utah this year. So I feel like, I mean, I think the kids are a little mad at me for doing it without them, but again, they don't want to do Utah in July either. So. No. And y'all got snow. You were at Easter Jeeps apart, right? No, because my rig had to be ready for a Jeep beach. So, but yeah, no, we had even last week though, we had hail and like 60, 70 mile an hour winds. And it was a little crazy. That's how we ended up on random trails. And like, yeah, it was not. I didn't realize the weather was that bad there.
0: So they had a a little flooding.
1: I don't think so, but I was up pretty high everywhere. I was like a second, we gave up on the first campsite and had to go searching for one. That was a little bit more covered yeah. in, in Canyon area. Yeah, so they might have, but I had no cell service for days. It was just kind of avoiding where the weather was going and then it would randomly hail. And then right when I left, it was snowing and it was just, it was weird.
0: Weird Have for, you ever had any uh, issues months. with your tent in hail? No, that's good. Nope, not I, yet. I've never been in, in a place where it's storming that bad.
1: Yeah, I yeah it would just randomly do it in the middle of the day. It was kind of funny. I was like, okay, what next? <laughs> Are we going to see flying beetles around any time? It, it was one of those, like, both days. It's like, okay. And then it would stop. And then, it, like, you could, of course, with Moab, you can see it coming. So, like, you can see it. Yeah. It's like, okay. We'll just see what the next one brings. <laughs> Check. Basically. Troy says to import an 80-series Land Cruiser with
0: a diesel from Japan.
1: Oh, well, I mean, if you watch my footage from Moab and the last couple of weeks, there was one of those with me.
0: <laughs> um, Matt yeah, says from a capability... Yeah, standpoint. He said he loves his Gladiator so much more than the previous JKU.
1: I used to say no to the Gladiators, and then I finally got to experience a couple really good builds. Again, I would still bob the end of it. Like, I have no use for the 55 bed. bed. Like, yeah, Yeah. the Karens-Wise is more important to me, but the towing capacity of it is obviously going to be better than the JK. So if a diesel Gladiator bobbed and done right – I mean, I'm still going to, So no $3.92? I don't know, ugh, I already get nine miles to the gallon. Um, <laughs> so, I, uh, no, like the diesel, I don't know. I've really come, unless they come out with something way better than the diesel for the towing, I'm really, I've loved the diesels that I've gotten to play with, um, as far as for what I do. And then I'm still going to have to adjust to the longer wheelbase, which may be a little boring, but you know,
0: yeah. We saw a really cool um, chopped gladiator, and the guy had done it himself. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I, he had mad skills. And then he took it and had it, like, the paint done. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. do the painting because it was matched. Um, yeah. But, man, it looked sharp. And it it looked kind of like the JK8s,
1: <laughs> um, but just a yeah. lot better.
0: A lot yeah, better. that really smells
1: well, yeah, because they've got a whole different stance to them as far as axle width, everything. Mm-hmm. So then you've got, you know, the better. It's just a little different. I mean, the wheelbase is still always going to be the thing that gets me a little bit, but yeah, you adjust. So, if
0: you have the long bed, you drag.
1: Yeah, and so I mean, the wheelbase is still that same no matter what how much you shorten the bed. But I feel like a shortened one with the right possibly topper on it, depending on what I want to do storage wise, and then for towing a trailer would be a really good solid mix, a little bit more capable. I wouldn't have to stress so much about abusing, like with the Jeep, I have to. this one I have to be careful.
0: Yeah.
1: Bigger tires. Cool.
0: So what are your plans now for your build? I know you said that you were working on it and fixing some bended rods uh, and stuff, but do you plan on doing things? anything?
1: No, honestly, just keeping her working is the goal, which has kind of always been the goal. But I mean, I still haven't swapped out that front axle because it won't break. Um, I keep telling it saying I'm not going to swap it out till it breaks and it won't break. So, yeah. um, maybe, That's good. maybe I'll break it this year and then <laughs> we'll move up. And possibly I think the only change I would make would be to put fusion axles possibly under there if it was a necessity, but it's one of those where she's pretty much dialed in. There's not a ton to do to her. Um, yeah. everybody keeps telling me to do the long range tank, but yeah. I keep trying to avoid adding weight. So, I um, also considered going uh, with Nemesis for a little bit and seeing about swapping out bumpers. There's not much left for me to get lighter on there. Uh, so, mm-hmm. it would be like Nemesis swapping out possibly bumpers and sliders and stuff like that, which might drop a little bit of weight. But I'm running out of things to drop weight off from. So, I did a delete
0: on the back of my jail just because I didn't want the weight either. Um, yeah. And then I
1: just put the rest seats rear fascia
0: just to protect that bottom piece because I didn't want the body if I ever banged it on anything.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, those are like possibilities, but not necessities. And if it's not necessity, it pretty much doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, Cause once I've got the suspension where I really want it and I'm happy with it, that was really the priority. Cause that was the major thing that just hadn't been cooperative last year.
0: What suspension are you running on it
1: now? Currently it's all TerraFlex, the Outback system. Okay. With the, yeah. With the, adjustable control arms, everything, yeah, so it's all, that full system, which has worked pretty well, the only thing I've got left to do is to um, put in, uh, they've got to be welded in, the uh, seats for the rear coils, the purchase for the rear, so it'll get those coils a little straighter in the back,
0: too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that. definitely be nice. Um, Joseph, um, I'm sorry, I can't say your last name, Joseph, Someone's oh. Joseph, um, what is your favorite place so far in Colorado?
1: Um i mean for us in general anywhere in the urate area like that we have so many spots between there and durango and that whole zone to still explore so yeah i haven't gotten to spend as much time there that's why we're going there this summer too there's all of it all of it the whole western half of it (laughs) i mean
0: that's totally our answer as well we have been all the way from like castle rock you know, we went to the Red Rock Amphitheater. That was, I, I want to go back and see a concert there so bad. Yeah. Um, but we've traveled all through there. And then we went through, of course, Uray, Montrose, all that area. We actually, when we, in three years, we're going to be on the road full time, living out of our camper and our Jeeps. And so, yeah, super pumped about that. Um, but we were thinking we may have like a home base, you know, either in Montrose or Gunnison. Um, Just because that's kind of an in-between distance between, like, Utah, you know, Colorado area. But we want to see. There's just so many places that we want to see, even out east, like, you know. (laughs) Yep.
1: That's a good middle ground area. That's a good spot. You're kind of in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: So your kiddos, do they drive the Jeep whenever you're, I know you said 116, so does he like to drive?
1: I mean off-road yes but he does not like to be on a highway where there's things coming at him so yeah we have yet to really cross that boundary till he's more comfortable with it but yeah off-road they've both driven for quite a while
0: that's awesome but
1: as long as there's no cliff for them to drive me off of
0: (laughs) just the mental cliff right (laughs) basically (laughs) so what other photography events do you have lined up besides just you know your your friend shoots are you doing anything for like I know you did. You've photographed the Jeep Beach, and then you also mm-hmm. did some King of the Hammers. Did you do some of that? Yeah, I shoot King
1: of Hammers every year. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. Ten days out there, at shoot King of Hammers. So again, we'll have those. Um, I think upcoming next for me this year. Mm-hmm. I've again, I've done more events in the last year than my entire life, and I am the antisocial Jeeper. So, are you ready to take I- a break? Um, no, I just like it to serve a purpose. Like if it's kind of the same repeat of a last event, I just want to make sure there's a purpose and a reason for me to be there and not just kind of like repeat the same things over and over again. So yeah, SEMA, um, uh, I don't know how SEMA looking this year, but it's, yeah, there's lots of talk of possibly SEMA. And then, um, what's in October? Oh, Trail Hero. Um, what is that's trail always hero? a good one. Trail Hero's out in, um, the Santala Resort near St. George hurricane utah they do that every year it's the one that um do all the special needs runs and all oh. of that yeah um, I that. so i usually do that and then but that's kind of stacked this year mm-hmm. on top of like it's at the same time as rebel and mm-hmm. like it, we haven't figured out october yet <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> at once and then the expo, expo east is the same week too or the week after something we stay yeah. in that same zone So they're all kind of at the same time. And I think everybody's still trying to decide how we're going to divide and conquer on all of that, as far as covering what needs to be covered. Um, and then after October, SEMA is November and then hammers is always, it'll be the first week of February, um, kind of back into, yeah. Just the whole cycle continues. (laughs) That
0: sounds so much fun
1: though. Do you like shooting more off-road things or do you like shooting like the shows? Oh, definitely. I, I would take hammers every time over any show. Like, yeah, for, for me, like the shows I can take or leave. And I know that sounds horrible, but there's no, just, I get it. I yeah. Get it. I'd we, much rather be out in the middle of the desert with a bunch of race cars.
0: Yeah. And just watching them perform. It's incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, we watch it from, you know, our computers because <laughs> we can stream it. So, um, but yeah, it's just way cool.
1: Have you, have you ever driven out there or mm-hmm. done any of the competitions? Well, as far as being race driver competing, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been shooting it. I would, but you know that takes a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all that. I get to yeah, I get to I get to play with them and hang out with them and shoot them wow. and get to be part of all of it, which is really awesome. Um, Rebel, I was going to do this year, but again, there's you know life things. Maybe next year. Yeah, we have a couple of friends that
0: are um, doing the rebel this year, the Wild Mavens, and we're rooting them on. And I can't wait to watch. It's just that's just an incredible platform for women. It um, is, and just being able to get out of it would be out of my comfort zone because the map portion of it would just because I'm all electronic, and so no. I, I,
1: cannot do the paper maps. Oh, I could. I'd like, I've like every time I see them, I'm like this could. is my thing. Like, <laughs> I just need somebody to sit their butt in the passenger seat and just let me handle it because I've been doing this alone for years. <laughs> okay, so me and you, we can do the Rebel rally next year. <laughs> I've told people that. They're like, well, what do you need? Because finding a partner is not as easy as people think. Yeah. And so, like, I just need somebody to sit in the passenger seat and let me do it. And they're like, I'll no, think how that works. So i like, that's not how that works. You <laughs> actually need to, like, actually do things together. Like, well, you know.
0: I know working it's a struggle.
1: That <laughs> yeah, we've talked to a couple of people, but again, finding partner and all of this kind of schedules and all of yeah. that—it's a little bit of a. a and it's cost, work.
0: it is. It is expensive to do yes. all of that.
1: Yeah, entry fee uh, and all that. For sure,
0: Troy said, "Would you ever go to Alaska, Canada, and shoot the Northern Lights?"
1: Yep, I have shot Northern Lights. Not up there. Gotten them here, but yep, I would hands down always. I
0: would love to. I would love to see the Northern Lights. Um, my husband's mother actually lives in Maine. And so we've seen some pictures that you can get
1: of them there. Um, you can get just, them from here too. Right where I'm sitting actually, about a mile away is where I shot stop. them. Stop. Nobody likes a bragger. You can. If you get far enough north up here, you can. Gosh. It's just,
0: there's just so many things that I want to, I want to learn. Chris wants
1: to know, how did you learn your photo skills? Any tips for beginners? And what do you with? Um, oh gosh, I've been doing this way too long. I'm old. Uh, so photos started with me. I was actually a film shooter first. That's how old I am. Um, (laughs) and yeah, so that is truly the best way to learn because it makes you create habits that are pretty set that will kind of take you through any camera that you're picking up. Um, but if you can't learn on film, it's mostly self-taught back when I was learning and doing stuff, we had, I had a mentor, two mentors and it's, a little different now i feel like everything's so online and people just go youtube and you know try to figure things out a little differently it's kind of made a little bit more accessible but um all of the information is there for anybody who wants to learn ansel adams pick up any instructional book by ansel adams and you will pretty much be handed a world of information that will take you pretty much anywhere you want to go with it but you have to really want to know all of those technical aspects i guess to memorize them and put them to practice but yeah I a lot of Ansel Adams and kind of artists like that that you study if you can find all of I mean because they they wrote it all down for people you just have to look for it as far as you know learning how they did it
0: any tips that you would suggest besides the books just get out there and use your equipment
1: I was going to say there is a really like there's nothing else to do other than to go do it the only way you're going to learn and master or even figure out how you like or what equipment you like is to go use it
0: yeah and repetition like to continuously use it cuz i know if if i was to take a picture of a waterfall and not take any more pictures i'll forget the settings that i'll have you know it's just yep. like you have to go back and just keep shooting Yeah, that's one thing my husband taught me and i'm trying to learn
1: <laughs> and don't commit don't commit yourself to one every time somebody asks me what do you shoot canon or icon that that question is like sorry but like the stupidest question ever to me i have every brand of camera i've used ever. like it's a tool just like anything else they all serve a purpose they all have a different strength and a different mm-hmm. weakness so sure. depends on what you're shooting but all of them like i shoot yeah. all of them i shoot cameras that is like the, you know my cell phone counts too like that's not it's not about the gear so don't yeah. lock yourself into one type be open to trying something new because a different system might work better for you than somebody the else. only thing with
0: my issue is is we have nikon because my husband had nikon and because he has the glass for it all of the lenses and once you bought into that it's hard to switch over and you know yeah like cost wise
1: yep yeah definitely and also if, depending on if you're left-handed right-handed all of that like mm-hmm. you know canon and Nikon are kind of reverse of each other so
0: yeah for sure
1: the way the dials um, work
0: Chris said the internet's great, but if you don't know what you don't know, it gets confusing from the noise. Very true.
1: And then we rotate back to the books of people like Ansel Adams and the people that really anybody that knew what they were doing with film. I mean, there's certain elements that don't change.
0: Yeah. Leah said Ansel Adams is one of her favorites, or is her favorite. Yeah, I've never heard of him. I'll have to look him up. I'm learning a lot of things.
1: What? Sorry. I'm learning a
0: lot of things. From you. I, I've never known Ansel Adams before. I'll have to look that up.
1: Yeah. It's just as far say? as that digital or not, regardless of the camera, like it's, the basic elements of what you need to learn doesn't matter what type of camera it is. The, those don't change. Okay.
0: And here, Missy said Clyde Butcher. Mm-hmm. Is that another person that's a photographer, I guess? A photographer, yeah. Never heard of that person either. Learning all kinds of tricks.
1: <laughs> and every once in a while I do, uh, I'll post any of those photos I post or people ask, I post the settings because a lot of times just looking at the settings on something will help you figure out, oh, that's that's what caused mm-hmm. that or that's how that worked. So ask people for settings. I try to post them as much as I can if people are confused by them or if it's a night shot, things like that. But always look for the settings. Kinda- night shots are super tricky.
0: Especially with mine, it is. Maybe I just don't know what I'm doing.
1: Start at 25 25 seconds. If you just set your camera, start at 25 seconds exposure. If you go longer than 25 seconds, you're going to get motion blur like from the stars. So just set it to 25 seconds and then set it to anywhere between 1200 and 1600 ISO. And basically your aperture, if you've got like a super wide, you can go 2.8 and set it to infinity and you start there. And you should only have to adjust one or two things from there. My thing is I never can get it, the focus, just the way
0: I... Is it for stars? stars? Mm-hmm. You have to
1: manually focus. Or if you want it to auto-focus, take your flashlight, aim it at what you want it to focus on, set the focus, then click the thing back to manual focus so it doesn't take its focus off of that spot, and then turn your flashlight off.
0: Uh, okay. That's a good idea. I never would have thought about that. Yeah, you just have to remember
1: to click it back to manual focus before you turn the flashlight off. Or it yeah. Like little- <laughs> It'll start trying to auto again.
0: Troy said, "Night shots or day shots? Always prefer?
1: night shots. Yeah, always. Or right yeah. after sunset. Yeah.
0: We went to um, Big Bend and the dark sky there. Like we've yeah. never been to where it's been that dark. It's almost blinding. Mm-hmm. The stars.
1: Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Moab no, has spots like that too. If you get far enough away from town, that's Southern that's Utah incredible. as well. Yeah, yeah. We were just amazed. We went out
0: and looked at. Um, uh, I can't remember the canyon." So Santa, Santa Elena Canyon. I think that's right. I think so, so. And, um, but that's where we went and took some nighttime photography and it was just gorgeous. It was just so, so many stars. It's and like it an It is. It is. It totally is. Um Mitzi said that's the best thing about the West is all exactly. Of the Exactly.
1: That is something you will never get out East.
0: Yeah. For that sure. is part
1: of why I'm always over here.
0: That's true. That That's a good idea because you don't, there's a lot more civil, civilization out there east for yep. sure all i think location. there's i think there's some places though that offer like every place has a little bit of different you know offerings. They do. yep yeah oh yes
1: Christmas, i'm not knocking Christmas. all of the east coast people it's just not my thing <laughs> i know i totally I mean, think we all have favorites and stars <laughs> yeah sunrise or sunsets sunrise Always. really yeah I like sunsets. I'm a sunset. Yeah, everybody else likes sunsets. There are less people at sunrise because all the lazy people are in bed. So I don't have to deal with people. I'm antisocial, remember? So I always <laughs> choose the thing with
0: less people. I will say hiking to any of the places that you want, like any of the arches, go first thing at the butt right? Like start I the get bar. up at 3
1: a.m. Yeah, yes. my kids are very used to getting up at 3 a.m. to get to locations yeah. and places and just to get yeah. 3 a.m. So, what do they do while you're filming or taking photos? They go with me. We hike. They go with me. Okay. Wyatt brings a book, grabs a okay. hammock. You know, Riley likes to fish. If I find him somewhere to fish, he'll, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. They have
0: Missy, Missy just said, great sunrise shots on the Atlantic Ocean.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still doing my name. She's like, no, get away from
0: that side. Just
1: something, like, just run away.
0: <laughs> so do you have an X bed in your tent or do you just sleep on the because you're minimalist, so I have to know. Do you have an X bed or do you just sleep on the mattress that came just with it?
1: The mattress that came with it.
0: I need to be somewhat <laughs> look, more
1: like you, but I just don't know look, that I can. This is all born of necessity. I'm a single parent, like budget wise. Yeah. Like, no, my kids like food way too much. <laughs> so you guys
0: spend your money there you gotta prioritize
1: (laughs) i have boys one of them is six foot four
0: like oh my gosh yeah i bet he helps though a lot around camp and stuff
1: i know tonight was the first time i didn't have to set up the tent so i am short and i forget how short i am until i have to set up everything myself and realize that he usually does all of that i'm like i can't reach that thing like i cannot reach my own rainfly like i'm so used to him just he'll knock it out in five minutes and it's on smaller tires
0: like imagine if it was on the same tires as your jeep
1: they are they're only a half inch different well
0: yeah
1: yeah but so. yeah like even even if it was smaller I still would not be able to reach it like at all I have to climb things so. like it's still a lot of work
0: yeah heck yeah it is so what do you like yeah, to cook? Said, you just mentioned
1: they like to eat
0: so do you cook, oh, or, like, do you cook around camp what yeah
1: my last month when I was just by myself I did the whole like super adulting eat one meal a day so that I didn't have to cook all the time um, but yeah, when they're here, there's five meals a day usually. Um, oh so yes, there's, yeah. Um, I pre-cook a lot of it just so that it's there and ready to go. And I'm not dealing with raw meat scenarios a lot yeah. of the time, just because I know it'll be in the fridge. Um, they like everything. Why it's a big fan of just sticking anything into a foil packet and throwing it on a fire. Um, I was say, do you take a portable fowler pit or do you just, um,
0: I've a scuttle, and
1: then okay. yeah, I've got a scuttle. Got a one burner camp stove because again, minimalist. <laughs> like I well, <laughs> a scuttle isn't that minimal. I think that. Uh, no, mine's a, mine's a smaller. Mine is a smaller version, so mine okay. was. Mine is not Tempo Test brand. Mine is a smaller version of it, of course, because I wanted it okay. to fit into a smaller. Yeah, I should I should clarify that it is a smaller one. Okay. because um, I wanted it to pack down small.
0: Gotcha. And then,
1: uh, so yeah, scuttle, just one one burner camp stove. The you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the basics of whatever you need to do that stuff. And then Wyatt likes, if it's campfire food, it's always foil and, you know, he throw everything he can into there and full packs. We all do. We do. There. We've yeah. done
0: plenty of full packs. We've evolved because we are not minimalists. <laughs> we have uh, no ovens. judgment we like, have at all. It's
1: just stuff stresses me out. Like the extra yeah. stuff stresses me great. out. So, yeah. Yeah, I totally get it. It's,
0: And I love yeah. that about this lifestyle is that you can go from minimalist, you can go to, I mean, I don't even think that we are the most extreme because my husband is still very frugal and I'm the one that's not, but I like to have. No, no, something. you
1: go to Overland Expo and you're like, oh, I'm not so bad. Let me buy another thing. <laughs>
0: For real. When you see an earth roamer that has like a top part that's like a cabana oh, area.
1: Right. Oh, the one that has the party top or yes. it on it. With the, uh, yeah. And then it has
0: hammocks that you can put on the inside. On the inside. Yep. I mean, I'm not knocking it. If you no, I say we'll swing the
1: hammocks <laughs> from the trailer to the Jeep, but that's about all my kids get. Like,
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just insane. It was, I mean, it was just, but it's, yeah. it's, it's like SEMA too, I'm sure. Like you see yes. these builds and it's just like. Exactly. What the crap. <laughs> I think you're, I hear you're kiddos. <laughs> they did good. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say, we've hit an hour. So where are you I going they to be going next?
1: Uh, well, obviously next from here is Montana and then Colorado. I mean, ideally if I could go anywhere, it'd be overseas, but we're not there yet. So yeah. Do you plan to eventually go overseas? Depends on where work takes me. Yeah. I have to keep affording it. Gas is killing me. So I'm going to have to start oh. some kind of fund for that. I'm already like $3,800 into that. GoFundMe it's been bad. It's gas. been so much worse than I really thought it, like it just gets worse. So I right now, our entire travel schedule works around me working enough just to pay for fuel right now, honestly, because it's pretty bad.
0: How? What's the highest gas price you've seen?
1: 631 was Ooh. this week. Yeah.
0: And that's in Washington? Yeah. 631
1: yeah, I think even California was a little less than that.
0: I heard Death Valley hit eight.
1: Oh, well, Death Valley is always, like, I'm sorry, people, but that's always going to be, like, it's Death Valley.
0: Like, there's nothing you
1: do about that. I've never heard about Death Valley, but that, that sounds like death to me. Yeah, it's because, I mean, yeah, yeah there's, there's no way to make it cheaper there. It's not going to happen, like.
0: That's just insane. Do you ever think that you'll get to the point where, if gas gets so high that you're just like, I can't do this?
1: Well, yeah, because, I mean, I just, you know, budget. Unless yeah. I win the lottery, which I'd have to play the lottery to win it. So, you know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't really, I wouldn't even know
0: how to start. But I just want to say thank you, and I'm glad you don't have a concussion. It's been so nice getting to know you.
1: <laughs> no memory loss this time that I know of. <laughs>
0: oh, wait. What were we
1: talking about? <laughs> um, yeah. The first one was great because when you have memory loss, you don't know you have memory loss. So, yeah. it's totally fine
0: girl take care of yourself and have those mm-hmm. boys do all of the torque wrench stuff absolutely do they help you work on the jeep
1: uh riley does yeah okay yeah i, I don't force things if it's not their thing so yeah, yeah that's good to awesome. like it
0: you're such a good mom i'm so glad like i said sounds like you're raising the boys right and you're getting to enjoy life so that's we're what trying we all, all aim for
1: we can afford the fuel yeah for sure <laughs> Well, you go eat
0: some ice cream. It's been so good talking to you, Tara. You too. All right. You have a good night. You too. Bye.